Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 24th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, okay. It was a long day. It, got, it was very worse for the wear. It was the first hangover in a few months. Oh, you're hurting, huh? Worse for the wear Sunday night recording. These are the origins of the uh, Shotgun Start, really. The Sunday night worse for the wear. Yeah, yeah. It, our roots. I don't know what happened to me. I, I fell off the rails. I hadn't had a hangover in months, and sure enough, this one hit hard. It was, well, it was a bummer. It wasn't just a long day for you. You're not the only one hurting. It's you and uh, Euronimo. Geronimo, <laughs> both of you. <laughs> Tough day for little Geronimo. J JT fell off the fell off, fell off the leaderboard there. Big storyline all weekend in Mexico. When I when I I was watching on Thursday when they arranged the whole Geronimo thing and I was like, oh god, dang it! This, yeah, this was, gonna be well, brutal. that was that run the clock out thing. Yeah, <laughs> Geronimo, man. That was my rant on Friday. It's like you've got they're running the clock out. Why did and little did I know that was just the beginning of the whole weekend. Setting the stage for uh, storylines, Saturday and Sunday storylines, Geronimo and his. Uh, his buddy JT. I don't know if he's going to be able to pull himself into school Monday morning. Worse for the wear. A tough, tough weekend. I mean, look, I love kids. I have four kids. I don't mind kids. I coach kids. Kids are great. But I mean, let's just give it a rest. Why they kept going to it. <laughs> Just show like it's almost a discredit to Justin Thomas. Like, look, look, can we just show JT? The, what, I mean, who knows who this kid is? I mean, half of me was terrified he was gonna, you know, you're familiar with the term milkshake duck getting uh, milkshake ducked when they like you become instantly like kind of social media famous and then they go and find some old tweets that are not particularly, you know, uh. In good taste or yeah. something. Yeah. I was like, I was terrified this kid was going to be, you know, milkshake ducked because NBC is just jamming a camera in his face, braining him up after every shot. It's incredible. My, my favorite thing was like how he's like, uh, how they talked about like, oh, they've just built such a great relationship. It's like he, they met on Thursday. <laughs> what kind of relationship did they build? Well, this, this is a hyper. This is the complete these things you can't prove one way or the other you know I, I mean i heard today paul casey's on the first tee and uh whoever was on the broadcast paul casey's wildly popular in this part of the country because he's played well here the last three years it's like what, what did there was that people walking around with paul casey t-shirts in mexico city i mean i can't prove that's not true 
But these people, they, they can't just say anything. They're great relationship. Paul Casey's, you know, huge in Mexico City because he's, you know, finished T7 there last year. I don't know. What are these things? I think, I think that uh, PGA Tour players should wear jerseys just so <laughs> we could see, you know, somebody walking around in a, in a Paul Casey jersey. <laughs> Somebody, somebody getting ready to watch watch the golf on Sunday. Hold on, honey, I gotta go get my Paul Casey jersey on. Jesus. Well, maybe that'll come to the PGL. Possibly. Who knows? Possibly. Yeah. You know, I was wondering today. If, if they Pat talked were... about that on the podcast a little bit. Jerseys. I don't think it was jerseys. I was I was listening to it on. I was driving back from uh, St. Louis on Friday, listening to it. I can't can't remember exactly what it was i think it was jerseys though didn't Something. vanderbilt have numbers in the ncaa's a couple of years ago i feel like they had big like numbers the team like a this guy uh, something with their their golf shirts oh yeah they nike, did they did they have nike, them? nike made uh yeah they were like jerseys like, they had them like on the on the chest yeah something. they had like yeah. numbers on their chest mm-hmm. so. um i thought today maybe Bryson. Go ahead. Do you think Patrick Reed would be a popular jersey? I, so there'd probably be a bunch of like idiots out there that would buy it. Like occasionally you still see like a bold, somebody bold wearing like an Aaron Hernandez jersey. Like, uh, uh, well, that's completely, I'm not comparing the two. I'm not comparing Pat Reed's whatever cheating to anything there. But like, you know, there's people who like wearing the villain jerseys, right? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not comparing Aaron Hernandez at all to Patrick. I promise you, Pat, Pat Reed is an uh, upstanding citizen uh, when it comes to law and order, as far as we know. Pat, Patrick Reed's got a whole, the way he talks about his team makes me think they might have their own jerseys. His team? Yeah. Well, we heard a lot about we and the team after the round. Team yeah. Reed. Team Reed. So I would thought I thought maybe Bryson and, and Reed today were playing for a draft order position in the PGL. You know, whoever comes, because they could be two team captains. We hear they're on board. You know, whoever came, whoever finished lower. Wait, they're on board? Fourth pick. I don't know. I think the No Line Up podcast, Tron. Tron was spouting that off on uh, last week or something. Said Bryson and Reed are are names that he heard were committed. Oh, Reed makes sense. Any guaranteed money, you know, can uh, fund some new uh, interior design work. Uh, uh, all right. Should we get to the actual golf? Let's talk about it. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed wins by how many did he win by? One. He won by one. He had the. He made the bogey on eighteen. Beat Bryson DeChambeau by a shot. Uh, DeChambeau had a three-shot lead at one point on the back nine. Uh, sort of got got really hot with the putter there. I thought mill around and then. Oh, he made, he birdied six of seven holes, or yeah. Five. Five of five of six just had to be deflating if you were like Rom and Rory playing with them, you know. Um, and so he was up three and then got really kind of scratchy with his iron shots, his approach shots, and the putter the three four hole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the putter was uh, what was it? Was it the second putt on 17? No, on 18, the right? The first putt on 18, the putt on 18. Was one of the worst putts I've ever seen hit in that moment. Remember when we played this summer? He still had like four feet. Remember when we played this fall and I like 
left like a 12 foot putt like eight feet short yeah that one was like that was that bryson almost was like approximated that on that one putt i honestly have never seen a pro that's leading a golf tournament hit such a bad putt (laughs) in that situation honestly it was maybe one of the worst putts i've ever seen the calculations were off. The friction angles got oh, out of whack God. that late in the day. I'll tell you what. The coverage today with the science shit, the <laughs> calculations, the all of the... I mean, it just was nonstop. Well, I he mean, say I, he hit a good putt. He read it well. It doesn't... Everything doesn't have to be about getting geometry right and, you know, trigonometry and, and the equation. I... Uh, yeah, that's, but to use our term, my favorite term, that is catnip for that kind of... I mean, they need stuff. They need a narrative. They need stuff to talk about. But I, I did appreciate, I think it was Gary Coke on the one where he short-sided himself, right, where the pin was kind of easy in that bowl in the front, yeah. and he had to throw it out, you know, back. The, the one guys are talking about how he, like, calculated some angle and did some algebra on the shot, and Gary Coke was like, all right, that's like artistry. There's like an art to doing that, making that shot. That that is an artistic play. It's a touch, uh, you know. It's a creative shot. Let's not like just assume he did some you know advanced math to pull it off. So I liked him pushing back there. How how what did you feel like with those two coming down the stretch? Like I didn't know what to really feel. I I didn't want Bryson to win, and I didn't <laughs> want Reed to win. I mean, and I couldn't good. decide who I wanted to win more. It's good for business. It's good for us. It's not good for. The, I don't know that the PGA Tour wants either of those guys front. So this is the problem. I think if, they want Deshambo. If, if they had any damn sense, like you just stop, take off like the gentleman filter, you know, and be an entertainment product like the WWE, the NFL. Like they would be uh, NFL to a certain extent. They'd be pushing this. Pat Reed, you know what? More people are going to listen to, watch, read articles about Pat Reed than they were if Justin Thomas won. I'm sorry. I love JP. Uh, I don't know. Not not with the Geronimo factor. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Geronimo would have gotten to keep the trophy if JT won? (laughs) Or a piece of the winner's check. Something. Good Lord. I mean, do we know we don't even know anything about this kid? We don't know where he came from. His, well, I'm not gonna. I feel terrible. I mean, I love the kid. It's good for him. I'm glad he got a, a hat or a ball mark or something like that. But, and then the viewers start resenting him because we're just we're getting it thrown in our face. All right, but enough Garanimo. Um, I, I, who were you rooting for? You seemed like you were emotionally torn. I think I was actually rooting for Reed. Why? I just enjoy watching Reed play golf more than I enjoy watching Bryson play golf. Sure. Well, I, I kind of fired that tweet off. Just it, it was exciting him to watch him hit, make shots. But, you know, whether, you know, he, he for so long struggled to play the ball uh, left to right. And some of these trees force you to have to do that. He did. He had some great shots. It and, sucks that Patrick Reed's so awful. Yeah, because he's so such a he's a fun player to watch. He's a really like his style, like what you said, his style of play is extremely enjoyable. He's different. He's a different type of player than everybody else on that's in the top ten of the world. 
He lost strokes this week off the tee. Yeah. He was in negative. And he won at a place, you know, where you see DJ Rory JT kind of do, get out. Like, it, he's great. I mean, his golf is fantastic. And his shot making, like, it, it is real, like, thought and creativity and artist, art, artistic element to it. And for a lot, I mean, most of it, kind of a calling card of his career has been, uh, has been short game right around the greens and stuff it has really been where he shined but i i loved watching some of the recoveries you know approach shots today it was just it, it's a good watch it, this this was sort of the bubba thing for a while you know where you just <clears throat> can you reconcile all the shouting about whatever and, and just watch the pro tracer and and the kind of creativity on and different approach with Reed, you have like actual cheating. Would you say that Reed is an overachiever? Um, that might be a word for it. Yeah, it, it seems like he he gets everything out of it. He gets everything out of what he has. Yeah. Would you? I I just have this theory. If you're a good, if you're a great putter, you're uh, and you win a lot. Yeah, you're gonna be labeled an overachiever. I think that I th- I feel like hey, hey, Patrick Reed versus like Adam Scott Sergio. Like people are always like, God, you know, Adam Scott should have win so much more. Nobody ever says, Oh man, Patrick Reed should win so much more than he does. That's true. But yeah, I mean, he wins. <clears throat> he's getting close. He's like on his way to a Hall of Fame career. So he led the he led the field in putting this week. Strokes game putting. Was fourth around the green, forty third off the tee in the field of whatever sixty some. So he's won. He's won two WGCs, two playoff events in the Masters. Yeah, pretty big time. Yeah, how about Bryson? Somebody is like Bryson really shows out on the biggest stages. I was like, eh. have you looked at his major record? No, right. His <laughs> finish. I mean, he's, he's like not even on the map. But if he won today, I was trying to think of a of something that he's he's not the Prince of Panavija. There's only one, but maybe he's like maybe he's I don't know. Duke, I couldn't come up the Duke of. Uh... There's only one Duke, the Surf of Sawgrass, something. <laughs> I couldn't like he's on his way. The big FedEx Cup guy won two events there, won WGCs, probably in line for a Lup Slam someday. But Bryson's best finish in uh, in a major was a T15 at, at the U.S. Open. Other than that, he's only got one other top twenty-five. <laughs> and doesn't he say like, what was the quote at Beth Page? Like, I hate the way majors are set up, or something. I forget what it was. Um, he talks about the acceptable nature of uh, of the firmness of the green at Pebble. <laughs> like a four iron's not supposed to, what go bounce more than seven yards when it lands or something. I don't know. He's, um, made, he's made eight of fourteen cuts at majors. So just above 50%. Yeah. So not the biggest stage performer, I would say, but whatever. I wasn't on the coverage. So um, overachievers is interesting. You think Pat Reed's going to the Hall of Fame? Uh, I mean, he's kind of getting there. Like if you win a major and win what, 20 events, that's kind of what you need, right? Do you think it's possible he finishes with a better career than Jordan Speed? No, no. <laughs> He's not, I don't think he'll get to three majors. Uh, that's what I was wondering. 
I mean, he's come close at a handful. Right? I mean, he was in it at Shinnecock right after he won the Masters. Yeah, he almost won that PGA a couple years ago, too. I don't think it's... That would be something. Spieth has a lot of wins. A lot of wins there. Did, did you see that uh, the graphic about... Um, I think it was 54 hole leads on the tour. Most no. 54 hole leads in the last six years or four years or something. JT was second. I think it was on Golf Central uh, Saturday night. But okay. Spieth, Spieth leads. He hasn't been relevant in two years, and he leads the the like Dude, most fifty four hole leads. He was really good. He won it's, a lot of events outside those majors. You it's know? insane. Think, yeah, um, it's really bad now. <laughs> what's up with JT? He's what had some mean, weird rounds. He's won twice I, this year. I no, he hasn't. Well, in the wraparound season. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> year what are you just living in the pga tour universe where the gregorian calendar doesn't matter uh, I'm, I'm living under, I, I lived under par this weekend <laughs> uh, watched a ton of golf he was not good i mean he barely hung on a kapalua he was not good at riviera he was not great today like he said obviously he's an amazing player top five player in the world I shoots in the mid sixties more than anyone, maybe, but he's had several rounds where he's looked like really lost this year, in my opinion, a little scary. I, I, I'd still pick him to probably win at the start of a week. If you ask me, give me an option. I'd often go with JT, but he just was in the trees all day today. Yeah. That double he made was horrendous. That after he hit that unbelievable shot on the tree route. Yeah. That was like one of the, greatest shots i've seen in a while yeah yeah that was amazing so it was amazing <laughs> and then he... he made a double and they, he's he's right in front of the green and two and he makes a double someone did i get a text message or a tweet saying that asian girls like these guys practice these shots all the time do you yeah. think that's true no no they practice left-handed root root shots do you, I could see Bryson going with a shag bag over next and putting him up against the trees. <laughs> um, all right, so so Reed up to number eight in the world, headed for the oh god, Saturday. Uh, I was watching, I think Golf Central. Brandel uh, is like, well, you know, he made those top five comments. He did. He has finished third in the FedEx Cup standings. Never been top five in the world. It's like Andy, just but it's serious, actually pining for the uh, FedEx Cup standing. It's real rating. I would like to see if you looked at, if you did like aggregate um, points, uh, official world golf ranking points over five years, where yeah. he'd fall. Because he's got to be, he's been one of the more consistent players. He's probably like 15th, but I mean. Yeah. He couldn't. He, he wouldn't touch like um, DJ Rory. No. Even <laughs> Spieth probably. Yeah, he, he wanders every now and then. Um, so he's headed for the Ryder Cup team almost assuredly. Right? Yeah. He's played well. He's. They show the graphic of his last ten starts. I mean, it's really impressive. Two wins, several top fives, bunch of top tens. I mean, it was bad for up until I want to say like about August first last year and he's been on a heater i mean we're talking both tours both sides of the atlantic so oh yeah honorary member 
I don't remember the European tour. I love that tonight. He goes, where do you get? So Ferguson was, Doug Ferguson was pressing him. Like, what do you hear about? The, what do you think of the comments? Like with Brooks? And he's like, I don't know. I, I don't follow the news. Like, where do you get your news? He goes, I get it from my team. I read the PGA tour app. I, I look at scores on the PGA tour app and the European tour app. So always, always staying loyal to the Euro tour, Pat Reed. He keeps it, you know, loves to shout out the Euro tour. Um, but then I, I think go I ahead. like wonder, it's just like after what Costa said about improving lies, like every time he wins, I'm, I like naturally have thought about like, did he improve his lie a few times this week? He can't. Why? He can't do it now. You can't, right? Who's going to call him out? I don't know. I mean, like, uh, I, the camera should be all over it. The broadcast should be all over it. I was told Dan Hicks kind of aired him out on Saturday. I wasn't watching or I didn't hear. I had him mute, but went through his whole, the litany of his, you know, indiscretions. So, I mean, that's good to hear. I, I hated, I hated the framing of like, oh, he's blocking out the noise. He's overcoming adversity. Like there was a little bit of that this week, but you know, I, I, if he's fluffing his lies, it, I don't think that would take some real, some real balls. Don't you think? I mean, that's like, I don't know, breaking out of jail and immediately committing the crime. I, I don't know that that's a real smart move. Don't, don't you think he's put, being extra careful? I, I, I don't know. I, I, right. I, I, I think right. he probably, if it's well, he, in him, it's in him. He was pushed on Brooks at the end. He goes, oh, it won't be awkward at all. I'll yes. just put my, put my ball on the ground. It was, it's just BK. That's BK being BK. And that was it. I haven't seen I, BK like, be that way to anybody else, really, other than Bryson with slow play. It doesn't seem like a guy that goes out of his way to, to ruffle people's feathers. <laughs> like, he just if you do something dumb, he says something. But... It's not like he's uh, he's just out there taking shots at people for no reason. And then, uh, well, it wasn't all bad for Geronimo on 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 Sunday because we had Pat Reed setting an example. Here's his quote, also about his incidents. All I can control is me and what I do on and off the golf course, and I feel like I'm improving each day on and off the golf course and setting a good example for the next generation coming up, the children as well as my own children. And then that's all I can do. And, you know, I feel like I've been doing a good job of that. So we have Reed setting an example for the next generation coming up. It wasn't all bad for Geronimo on Sunday. He got to watch Pat Reed's example. What do you make of Bryson finding kind of companionship in their, you know, black sheepness? Saying after the round, you know, we, we you know, maybe understand each other's pain. And I, I went up to him to congratulate him just because I think we both have a bad rap. You make anything of that? I think that's good. They, you know, everybody needs friends. I thought it was interesting on a day like, on a day when the European tour was getting this just probably Ryder Cup ace, this totally jolly kid who seems just so self-aware, <clears throat> amenable to playing with everybody. That we have like Pat Reed and Bryson kind of locking themselves in for Whistling Straits. I say we just put them together. I I don't know. Well, you know, Webb Webb's usually the guy that takes the brunt of bad pairings who <laughs> has the babysitter he's like the whipping boy they just put him out there god 
It's it's it is it makes the uh, Ryder Cup more interesting. I mean, something's gonna yeah. happen. It's gonna be the third team event in a row that Patrick Reed probably ruins the team room. <laughs> we'll see how he does it this time. But uh, I mean, <laughs> Speed other... won't be on the team probably. So no, of course not. One less kind of aspect of it. Any other thoughts on on Mexico? It was uh, what you what you took a dump in the cup, Rory? How about Rory? Hey, you see these? They're running these Wyndham ads now. The Wyndham Club, all through the broadcast, and Brooks is nowhere to be found. You figure a guy with diamond elite status is out there. Why aren't they putting him in the middle of the ad? It's like all these these nameless families running around on the beach, jumping on hotel beds. Anyways, because you know Jenna, they haven't reached a contract uh, standing. You know they're trying to probably get paid to be in the ad. Diamond Elite. You think Brooks is staying at Wyndham's this year? You think he stayed at Wyndham in L.A.? No, no. Saudi Arabia. See, the 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 crazy thing is, I don't think Wyndham's are even the hotel preferred (coughs) hotel of the PGA Tour travel team. Well, probably not. Well, who was the? Like was they, it, uh, they have like you know they have hotels every week, and I don't think the Wyndhams are ever. It's like no, Ritz's Four Seasons. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you think of the uh, course? Pretty I, fun watch. The greens are cool. There's a lot of cool greens. I, I get a little a little bored with it to be honest. Why? It's, it's just like it's true or false every hole. What does that mean? Elaborate. If you hit it in the fairway, you're good. If you don't, you're fucked. But it's kind of fun to watch them recover. It is, I mean, but it's every shots. single hole. It's it. They're all this, it, the greens are really cool. Why people like this golf course is the greens. I'm convinced. Why? What, what does that mean? They're neat greens. They have the like the, they have Different. cool slopes. Like they have the bowls. They have good. They have good corners. Like that. The par three. Uh, number three is really cool because it. You know, it's got that back section that's really narrow. You saw a lot of guys miss and yep. make big numbers on. Um, yep. I think people like it because a ton of holes are drivable. And you see a lot of, like, people going and hitting it close to greens and chipping up. People like it because of that stuff. Like, you can really make a lot of birdies on it. I I think I think it would be as interesting, if not more interesting, if there were no trees. Um, because the greens are cool and they're, you know, they usually get firm. They were pretty soft this year. Um, but there's just that it allows, it's a golf course that allows for very high variability in scoring. Right. It's yeah. It's made for, (laughs) excuse me, a pretty consistently, if not exciting watch, at least anticipate anticipation of an exciting watch. Whereas I feel like we've gotten that. We maybe it's time of year. But I feel like we've gotten none of that at whatever the last WGC has been, whether it's Firestone or Memphis last you year. China? No, I'm talking about, <laughs> talking about the end of the summer one. Just oh. like the the, the the absolute air is out of the balloon every time for that one. Whereas with Mexico, maybe it's just time of year, whether it's you know early March or late this February. Is... Whether we had you know the Phil one or Rory. DJ, JT, JT holing out. It just feels like at the start of each final round, the kind of the tapestry, the, the, the tapestry and the canvas is, is so much more exciting 
then I don't know. Maybe the course course blends into that a little bit, or it's just purely a a, uh, a factor of the calendar. But I don't know. This WGC, even if it doesn't deliver in the end, has been a, a very good watch compared to the others. This is the only WGC I feel like that actually, um, like kind of fills what it was intended to be. Why? Because it's abroad. Uh, it's international. It's a, yeah, it's international, but people play in it. It's it's at a the golf course has some interest in it. It's you know it's different. It just like and you feel like you know there's a, a big crowds there. So it, the China one's always sleepy. You know. Oh, awful. And awful. Uh, and I think like this is the only one that really I like the match play a lot. I think the match play is cool, but I I don't know I. These, uh, I was thinking about it today and, you know, with the PGL and everything and how, if it could invoke some change, I I was thinking it would be really cool if you just... Provoke some change. Provoke some change. Not evoke? Invoke? I mean, (laughs) maybe. I don't know. Um, uh... If it could, if it could create some change, something I was thinking about would be cool is if they did, like, okay, so like the PGL wants to do this like select events, like the WGC essentially could be <coughs> that type of thing, right? So yeah. why don't you just make like a, the PGL a series of events from like October to November and go do it and have it be like eight event series? What was the time frame there? October to what? November or like six events and make yeah. them badass all across the, all across the world at great golf courses. Like give us Royal Melbourne in yeah. in November and yeah. make the, make them. I don't know. That's, I, that was a thought I got watching today. Yeah. Yep. I, 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 I thought a lot. Yeah. I was thinking that a lot today. Like this is, this is a, a great leaderboard <clears throat> at a moderately interesting watch. Is this a, is this kind of proof of what could be better or is it proof that the PGL doesn't need to exist kind of thing? And I and think, I think I was like, that could be better. Yeah. That's what I was thinking more like this could be even better if we add in a team element or, you know, whatever match play type elements, things like that. It's just, um, it's great to watch. Like that final round was awesome with Rom, Rory, JT, yep. Reed, Bryson, yep. all in the mix. Like it was, that was a great, great leaderboard, it, it, as you would expect whenever you get the best players in the world together. Westy coming in a solid T T twenty two. He might be mad dumping the cup, except he doesn't give a shit about the cup. He doesn't care about the cup. He doesn't even want to be in the cup. How about well, that was another quote today. Azinger was like, anybody who plays golf for a living is trying to get on the PGA tour. And I think they're talking about Eric Van Broyen mostly. But I was like, not everybody. There's plenty of guys who are just content being over on the Euro tour, right? I mean, Westy among them, chief Did among them. Westy like hosel the wedge. No, no. It was like a chip shot. He bladed it over the green. (laughs) I was too hungover to rewind the TV and (laughs) record it. Um, It was uh, the third one. Or is he back? Is he going to stick around? I think he's playing Honda. I think he plays Honda. I I bet he plays through. No, he's in the Masters. I bet he stays stays over in the States. 
There's, I'm sure he's got a lot of wine bars in South Florida he wants to explore. Um, all right, any other thoughts? My dump of the cups, JT, is the second guy in a row. My, I, my picks have been in oh. such good position on Sunday. They've just been shitting all over themselves on Sunday. It's depressing. I had Bryson. He was up three on the back nine. Didn't win. That was my pick, wasn't it? I can't remember. I think he took Bryson. Muscat Muscat Marcus finished T sixty nine. Our uh, our Swedish correspondent T Park. Yeah, what's that all about? His last name's pronounced Shinhold. Shinhold. <laughs> well, our 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 Swedish correspondent Johan, or it might be Johan. I think it's Johan. Uh, tells us that the Muscat has food poisoning and is also injured with a neck. So he's pulled out of Oman. So his nickname doesn't even make sense anymore, but he's still going to be Muscat Marcus. Hey, Shinhold. Uh, How do you get K-I-N to be Shin? Shinhold. I don't know. I Did you see uh, LaRothable ba- barely edged out MLV? <laughs> all these guys, all the all the Europeans oh, at the bottom right, of the board. Capito, Rio. Shugo. Scott Hen is he the backboarding Scott Hen? You know, Lucas Herbert, a bear, whatever. Um, Kitayama, Kitayama is not a real American. He's a European tour American. He's not a real American. (laughs) Uh, Who? Oh, uh, our other buddy Fernando sent me video from the driving range. I guess. not Luke. Who's the other? Hey, not a bear, but Herbert. Who's the French one? Not the Aussie one. Oh, uh, Hebert. Hebert. I know who you're talking about. Benjamin Hebert. A bear. Doesn't. I don't know how you pronounce it. Benjamin Hebert. <laughs> I guess he's he's warming up with these giant headphones, all on like like these enormous headphones that. Just looks like a total clown. Just put it in AirPods at this point. Why do you really need these? Like you looking like you know Belichick on the driving range with your headset. All right. Um, any other Mexico thoughts? Uh, done. Done. Good. Good. Good first WGC. Um, <clears throat> I think it's good for the PGA Tour. Pat Reed is in this. How about this. Pat Reed forty-five one putts? That's unbelievable. It's crazy. Like uh, unfathomable. Yeah, that's crazy. I would it be bad if I said I kind of felt bad for Bryson? I wanted validation for him. I think I think he's he's like, gotten oh, some man. tough tough breaks, tough losses the last at three M and this one. Yeah, I think he's kind of always on the verge of a sort of like a bit of a crack up, and I just want him to get some validation for his methods and his. Uh, he's, I guess, t- uh, solo second is validation, right? And he played well at Riviera, and and um, he's hitting the ball further than everybody. Yeah, you Clearing know, in the driving range, and that is validation in and of itself, I suppose. All right, <clears throat> uh, let's go to Puerto Rico. I, it's a real shame, such a young, promising star, <laughs> see their so- career go up in smoke like this. But uh, Victor Hovland wins, and he's uh, saddled with the Puerto Rican Open curse. Wins a 20 under, beats Josh Teeter by a shot. 
with the. It was a perfect opportunity for Teeter to take the curse from the and him to finish second. You know. Right. 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 He just he did. I I can't believe he banged in that putt on the last. This is an incredible putt. It was cool. How great was that post round interview? (laughs) I suck at chipping. (laughs) Thing I got to work. Look. Because he tripled the 11th. He's like, I was 100% exposed there, and it's going to show up over 72 holes. It, it was just a great <clears> – what's the DJ said? He's like stoned Rory, DJ Pajowski, that is. Yeah. He was talking like – he's like, oh, man, it's crazy. He used the word crazy. Like, he's just a jolly little chap, you know? And, and he's also direct. There's no BS. You listen to Pat Reed talk about – you know, I just want to be control what I can control. And then you got Hovland's like, I suck at chipping. I've got to get better. It just, just maybe that's some of the, you know, you're, you haven't been burned as much. You haven't been coached up in PR speak, but at this age, but I don't know. It was a refreshing post round interview. Yeah. He played really well outside of the triple, you know, he would have won by a ton if it wasn't for the triple. Do you think he's saddled with the curse? This is going to be the, this is going to test the curse. This is truly going to test it. You know, I, I, I think he might be the best of the three of Morikawa and, uh, and Wolf. I think he he might be the best player of them. I, but this is going to, this is truly gonna, we're going to see. So if he wins, that really kind of kicks the crutch out from, uh, Tony Fino. Yeah. Right. He you know, can't lean on it anymore. So Havland in this overachiever. Who do you think's going to win first? Well, so this is the thing. Havland is not a great putter. If there's one weakness in his game, it's you know putting and chipping, which leads to a lot of a lot of close calls, but not a lot of you know. <laughs> gotcha. And we could see a similar thing happen where Havland doesn't win for a while because he and he racks up all those top top five, top five, top ten, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think Fina is going to win first. What do you think? Uh, yeah, probably. I, I do. I think Fina's a safe bet there. What's but, that get Havlin to in the world rankings? Or is he get, closing in on top uh, 50? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's around 60. I saw maybe Will Gray, Ryan Labner tweet that. Uh, what'd you make of Teeter's interview? That's really rough. Broken down. So it got me thinking about these opposite field events and the fields and I don't know. I mean, somebody like Hovland should have opportunity to play and have opportunity to win as a rookie. You got to get those guys opportunities. I just, you know, what we were talking about last week, I think Wednesday, like, why can't we make this like 75 or 80 players? But this is the beauty of this. How many of those guys that the champions tour set, or I think you give a couple Monday qualifier spots the beauty of the tour is you can have these guys where the, where the win is totally life-changing. Teeter need this win more than Hovland, clearly, as yeah. he was, you know, he could barely talk in his interview. I just... Let's, it, let's run down, you know... It's not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing to have some of these journeymen. It, it, Teeter got in because he was 126 to 150 last year on the FedEx Cup points list. But, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe... I don't know. The opportunities aren't the worst thing. You know what I I would like to see him do is experiment more with these events. I want different <clears throat> formats. I want I want all kinds of different stuff because 
that's what they should be doing. They should be testing shit out with these events. Yeah. You know, do some crazy stuff. See what no, happens. I agree. I agree. Put I it agree. put it into place a pace of play uh thing, you know? Making it just a seventy two hole stroke play then. Hey, why were they playing threesomes in Mexico? I don't I, I it just know. seemed like it's it was a, it took so long you know yeah i i would say it's a daylight thing but they have like extra time and the field's small right small field how are you not playing twosomes <laughs> i don't know i don't know yeah play twosomes but and you play in three and a half hours 345 you yeah, know i know it's so much more enjoyable to watch I felt like it, you know, that the last few holes were dragging. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a kind of a slow march to 7 p.m. Eastern. Chris Couch almost with an <laughs> unbelievable week. I mean, I guess it was an unbelievable week. <laughs> Isn't he retired? Yes. He says he's retired, but he gets like five, six starts of it. JJ Henry made the cut. The Wizard went 25 spots up the FedEx Cup, 141, Ted Potter Jr. This is big, big. So, you got anything else? On uh, Joe Bramlett, top 10. Good for him. I don't have anything really on Puerto Rico. I, I, I hope Hovland's career hasn't been sabotaged before it's really off the ground. So That would suck. Let's get him in the Masters. Be great. All right. Uh, news. Should we get news? Yeah, let's do news. Oh, one other thing. What you make of the Uber whistles? There's an Uber stand. Did you hear? Did you yeah. see that? Uh huh. In Mexico, it was great. Added some commotion. I you really loved felt it. felt like you were in the city. And you got these these guys who the, the quick triggers with Reed and Bryson, people like that. I mean, it was like these guys were in the trees, walking between the Rom Rom in there too. Yeah, but so you got the bear trap. You got the snake pit, the green mile, and now we got the Uber stand, the first whatever, five, six holes in Mexico. Hey, what do you, you think about uh, uh, Bryson hammering on the green? I mean, you can fix your ball mark. As Lee That's Westman what I don't out. understand. I just think these were, I don't know. Maybe, is it Poe that they're worried about? Is it ball mark? What are they yelling? What are they snapping at? Because Hatton was doing it. Rom did it. Are these just uh, kind of exceedingly unpredictable Poana greens, or what? What's the problem? You can you can smooth the you can zamboni the whole surface now, all the way to the cup. That zamboni story, you just got. I was thinking about that. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! I locked in on that Saturday night. Just went down the rabbit hole. For those that missed, they they had a a, a, the emergency goalie was the zamboni driver for the uh who the hurricanes for no for the it's like the the leafs so there it's a road game it's a leafs like minor league team he drives the zamboni he's not the goalie of the minor league team zamboni for the minor league team and he won the game for the king he got the win that was he such let, a cool story. He let the first two shots in, and then he made the <laughs> next seven saves or something. He did let in. He got, they only got 10 shots on goal on him. But I mean, shit. Come on. How uh, many do you think you'd stop? Zero. It was incredible. But the the video of him walking out, they, they somebody had their phone 
like right behind him, like a point of view type thing. It was just chills. It's kind of nuts. This guy is driving Zambonis. All of a sudden, like, it, it was like the march from the locker room. Then the crowd gets louder and louder. And all of a sudden, he's like, I mean, you got to be crap in your pants going you, out there. You know what it reminded me of? Yeah. Was it a flashback Friday where Bernard Darwin, the the golf writer, got, yeah. got pulled into the locker cup? I was wondering, what's the golf? Was there any kind of golf analog to this? I was thinking the only thing that just open qualifier, British Open qualifier, some sort like a local. No, not even because it was like a it's like a out of the blue replacement thing. It'd have to be like a the only it would have to be like some caddy playing on the Ryder (laughs) Cup team because people got hurt or something. There was you know a breakout of a yeah dysentery or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't, there is no real comparison in golf. It'd have to be some extreme lawn shot, like, you know, factory worker who somehow got through qualifying, but you still gotta be quite competitive at golf. Are you ready for Patrick Reed to be a, a, the Olympic, uh, one of the Olympians? Why are we talking so much about the Olympics in March or February? I love the Olympics. I think it's the best. It's one of the best golf events there is. You know, golf's biggest events now needs two fucking screens to get through them. By 2030, we're going to need, we're going to, golf's biggest events is going to be like 15 events. We're going to have, well, they keep selling sponsorships. Six PGL, Olympics, FedEx Cup. Of course, FedEx Cup is just one thing. Like what is this? Like 125 play match play event in one week? The FedEx Cup's just a, a one event. I mean, come on. So, why why do you like the Olympics talk so much? I just like the Olympics. Okay, color me an Olympic fan. Olympic golf. I just like the Olympics. <clears throat> All and right. The fact that they have golf, it's cool. News. No News. tiger going to Honda. We'll talk more. We'll we'll obviously get into this more on the preview kind of episode Wednesday. But I, I think I saw only one of the top ten is going. No Tiger, no, no JT. JT, no is Rory. Ricky going? No Ricky, Rory. Ricky usually goes, but I'm not sure he is. I think he is. I think Brooksy may be the only top ten player. So, uh, uh, Tiger. This is the, the Ricky's got to go back and relive the dump drop. <clears throat> has he won this or he's only come close i think he's he come close he no he won it he won it for sure um yeah he's playing oh good fleetwood's good. in the field it's a good event it's a great reliable late winter early spring event so People this probably get after on the 17th hole <laughs> billy horschel's playing get after Fed- fedex club house. champion he got the Got the midlife crisis crowd in the clubhouse, kind of dancing to electric slide, things like that. It's a great scene. I don't know why you wouldn't go. But Mattress, Mattress King's playing. That's good. We'll talk about this. Just, Justin Rose. What about, what about Tiger? Rose is playing. Oh, Rose skipping WGC, but playing Honda. Interesting. It's great. <clears throat> Ricky the same, too. Rory's in it. McElroy? No. <laughs> he's played well here, if I'm not mistaken. He's played it's well good, everywhere. Good course, he's Ferrari. For 30 years, he's played well. He's got a record, positive record. Westy's in the field, too. Good field. 
we've we've quickly turned ourselves around. It's a great field. Um, Tiger, what do you think this means? He'll play. He'll play Bay Hill players. Players. Match play. play. Bay Hills players match play Masters. So that's five starts before the Masters. Five starts plus four majors. That's nine events. Which maybe gets into what? Maybe one more Memorial. He'll do Memorial. FedEx Cup, maybe. He'll play Uh, one in there, too. He's got the Open. He'll play something else, probably, right? Okay. WGC uh, Olympics. Memphis. I don't know that he's going to make it. It sounds like. Well, he's going to win a couple of times. <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, other news. You know, Man, PGA... Ricky, Ricky's ranked 25th in the world. Really? Huh. I don't think he, I knew. He you know who's about far. to p- pass him? What? Abe answer. Really? Well, Ricky's got his Olympic tattoo already. So he does. He's not going, but he, you know, he's already. He'll, he'll always have Brazil. I wonder if there's a way he could go as an assistant coach. He might. Him and Yako. Who's the coach? Do we have a captain? I'll be the co- coach. That's not a good idea. Uh, the PGL CEO comes out of the shadows. What's the guy's name? Gardner. And, and, uh, yeah. Gardiner. Gardner. Andrew Gardiner. Uh, guy who works at Barclays. Great gardener. At home. That's the dumbest fucking joke ever. Uh, works at Barclays Capital. Comes out. You know, he's he's got a little bit of a background in golf. Of course, he's, he says uh, schedule. <laughs> there you go. This only happens if everybody wants it to happen, and that includes the best players in the world. So I don't know if Rory's comments kind of force them to. <clears throat> start going public more often but you know he he, he did it also confirm i think that was a q a with jeff shackleford that um the the public investment fund of saudi arabia is also backing is is involved strongly involved um oh i, I didn't know bubba came out against it doesn't matter to me i'm playing on the pga tour why does but doesn't bubba doesn't matter to that <laughs> me <laughs> oh no not yeah. It's not Charlie Hoffman, but he's also not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's out. They're out. They got, there's at least a, a face of some sort associated with this. It, he's just saying like the interest they've gotten is significant and it made him feel good that six years of work wasn't totally just for naught. But- so I, I, uh, I listened to this whole podcast and I was really thinking about it when I was driving and Everything Costas talked about with product and how they don't give the PGA Tour doesn't give a rat's ass about product and the shit we deal with week in week out with the terrible coverage. This this Premier Golf League would have the opportunity to provide a much 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 improved golf product, but it comes with the moral issues of Saudi Arabia. Okay. Opportunity. Do so you think they would? Are you confident that you think that, that they know do. that and would do it? I do. I Why? I, how would it be much better product? Just I'll go in the opposite of what all the Costa stuff said. PJ Tour. Just larding it up as like a marketing for four hours. Yeah, exactly. It just would be. It would be about golf. Like that. That's what the guy. The guy like point blank said it is. It's about providing the best golf product. 
and it was oh, refreshing to hear that. Well, right. it will it will it'll be better. It's you know the the way they have it structured where all the players every you'll have you'll know who's playing in every event because they're playing in every event. Like it, we aren't having this Honda thing. Yeah. Where like, you're waiting oh, until no. Friday at 5 p.m. to figure out who's actually playing next week. And we'll have, okay, like everybody is going to, you're going to turn on the TV and everybody you want to see playing is going to be playing the, when you have the TV on. It's not, so oh, you... like I can't watch JT in the morning because I don't have, you know, he's not on like, oh, I can't watch this. Like it will be, it will be a better golf product. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm certainly intrigued by the actual product. Set aside all the other stuff, the financing. Like, I'm intrigued by it. I'm not convinced. You sound a little bit convinced. Like, you you this guy sold not sold the, you. You think like they would? I, I just the worry. Other that thing is, that we'd have, have like we'd have like free agency. We'd have trades. We'd have like there'd all of a sudden be like interest, more interest around the game because. The other thing is like we'd have you know people squaring off. There's a team aspect of it. There'd be, there could be p- possible like demotion of teams and promotion of teams eventually. It could be cool. Yeah. No. No. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I just it think it would be, be a considerably better would. product. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. See how it goes. Yeah. yeah I. It's, uh, I mean, they're. They're now out there, or at least one person is. They're tweeting too. When these philosophical, <laughs> this is terrible first tweet nonsense. Uh, yeah, just whatever. <laughs> Took a toke of uh, Matt Every's medicinal. Started tweeting about golf. Um, yeah, uh, whatever. I have nothing more on the PGL. You still gotta do. We still gotta do our schedule. Schedule. Our you mock do, schedule. You want to do it now or, or Wednesday? No, we're at 53 minutes. All right. We'll do it Wednesday. We're maybe, done. Maybe Wednesday, maybe Friday. Oh, can I give a tease master's fact of the day that yeah. I blew my mind? So we're not starting these till March 1st, but I was reading Michael Bamberger's book. Um, comes out at the end of March. Good. It's great. Great stuff on the masters. Tigers win. Just really good reporting. But he's talking about t- Freddie Couples in 92. And uh, he said Couples was one of like the only players of the post-war era. He didn't wear golf gloves. It's amazing. More evidence. Golf gloves are superfluous. It's a modern kind of just complete marketing and merchandise slash equipment company sham. He won the Masters. He didn't have golf gloves on. It's fine. Also, he also did, was the first guy to really rock the the spikeless shoes. Is that true? Oh yeah. He was up well the echo, you mean yeah. you're talking about the echo? Remember? Yeah. He was like the oh, guy yeah. he was the pioneer. Yeah. yeah. So Freddie Freddie is uh Freddie knows what's going on. And then also in the Bamberger book, I mean this isn't proprietary, it's it's I just jogged the memory. You know how his ball landed got stuck on the bank, obviously, on twelve. So he chips up and then he goes and fishes a ball he saw. Out of Ray's Creek, scoops it up and Couples? picks. Yeah, it's Sunday of the Masters. He almost is in the pond in the Ray's Creek in the water. He just chips up. It's like, oh, there's a ball, an extra ball for the bag. Scoops it up, and it grabs it. I I don't I don't recall that at all. That's amazing to me. He's amazing. just so it'd chill. Be, 
be even They're better like... if he pulled out a ball retriever. <laughs> I might start carrying a ball retriever. <laughs> Why? Just cause. Just to yeah, have you go to a place with caddies, they're gonna run from you're gonna end up with the That's fine. Third grader. That's that's good. Yeah, Bring that's on good. the B Jocks. <laughs> I love B Jocks. That blew my mind. No gloves. And he just after he chips up twelve, he Sunday at the Masters, he just scoops the ball out of the pond. Extra ball. Not that he could play it, but public golfer at heart, I guess. Go go get take the balls you find. Think about that. No glove. Spikeless shoes. I, well, I don't think he had that in 92. And he fishes his own balls out of fishes balls out of the water. Saves some money on. Think about all the budding he's saving. <laughs> and I think this was Masters Fact of the Day last year. I think the first couple rounds, he wore a Florida Marlins hat because he was buddies with the owner and he didn't have a hat sponsor. And the Marlins, I don't, I don't think they came out until '94. And uh, Freddie, this I, I did this one. I think this was a master's fact of the day. He wore Florida Marlins merchandise the first couple rounds before he was higher up on the leaderboard. Somebody came in and paid him money for whatever logos. So a lot of Fred Couple stuff. Anyways, I read that last night and it's just, well, we'll get back into the master's fact of the day routine uh, in March. All right. All right. Done. Done. Last week of February, everyone enjoy it. We're getting there, getting to spring. Attack the week, and uh, we will talk to you on Wednesday.